You're listening to the Not So Podcast. I'm Jake, and you're listening to the Not So Podcast. So this is a solo episode, and you might not even hear this. It's 12.43 a.m. currently, and I've just been feeling really inspired lately, so I figured I'd get on the the mic, and who knows, maybe you hear this, maybe you hear this so far down the line that it won't even matter, because who the fuck knows? This might be an episode where Charlie's not here, and I just throw it up as a backup or whatever. But I figured I'd come on and talk about me and uh, just kind of riff off myself, see if I can do that, because pretty much my whole life I've wanted to be an entertainer without even knowing I wanted to be an entertainer. You know, uh, I remember being in first grade and being in the circle and everyone's going around being, oh, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a doctor. And I was the only kid that said I wanted to be a superhero. And it turns out that's not a viable option. turns out that I can't do that. That's not a thing yet. So until then, entertainer is going to be my my second option. But, you know, and I, I hardly remember this, but, you know, I was talking to my mom not too long ago, and she was telling me how um in second grade, the teacher, you know, I, I would never shut the fuck up. Um, and the teacher would, uh, she said that if, if I paid attention and I did my shit, I would get five minutes at the end of every, every class to do my own little stand-up show. And, uh, just shit like that, where I don't even, you know, you never think about it until like, oh, you look back and you've been like, you know, I, I wanted to do something like this, like my whole life. And, you know, the podcast, um, even started out as something where it's like, I don't think this will, you know, go far. Who knows? Maybe it does. And I'm, I'm, you know, eating my words sometime later, you know, but at the time of this recording, it's not going far. You know, we've had some, you know, pretty good episodes. I get 90 views in a day and we've had some that are still sitting at 20, you know, it all really depends. Um, but I'm happy with it. You know, um, I enjoy doing it, you know, I'm not looking for any monetization, uh, as I'm more so looking for recognition. And, uh, I guess that's its own form of, uh, you know, monetization, but without being, you know, the word money whore is thrown around a lot and I don't like it. It's a, it's, it's a thing where it's like, you know, someone, I, I was going through Twitter and someone tweeted out, you know, something about their dreams and, and making money from it. And, you know, I'm not trying to make, this isn't a, 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 a money scheme. It's just a passion project project or something along the lines of that. And, and I tweeted at him, you know, what's wrong with making your dreams? You know, what's, what's wrong with marketing your dreams? Cause at the end of the day, isn't that everyone's goal in life? Wouldn't you want to, you know, if your fucking favorite thing is cutting your toenails, wouldn't you want to get paid for cutting your toenails? Of course you would. Who who wouldn't, you know? Um, I don't want that to be my, my end-all, be-all. But, I mean, hey, if I'm making 11, cut my toenails or whatever. But, um, you know, the, the, the podcast... It's always been a thing where I, I want, I've always wanted to be an entertainer. And for a while, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do comedy. And then it went to 
directing movies, which at the end of the day, I still want to direct a movie and or be in a movie. I want I want to be a part of a movie, uh, whether it's behind the scenes or whether it's me um, in front of the camera, because I think that's where I thrive more because I'm a attention seeking whore. Uh, because I I I'm self uh deprecating and I like to uh get other people's approval um at the end of the day, which is gonna be the bane of me. Um, but now so I've I've been really uh digesting Howard Stern. I've been really like just fucking listening. I I I I think I'm I'm probably awake for like fourteen or fifteen hours a day. And 12 of it has to be listening to to Stern. Just, you know, really, you know, I've listened to some interviews, you know, 10 times. Just, just, you know, I, I, I guess you could call it an obsession or, or you can call it a passion, right? Because I'm, I mean, I love the show, right? Everyone who listens to, listens to it for the most part loves it. It's a great show. Um, and I, I want to, I want to turn the podcast into something like that, right? You know, obviously I'm not going to be getting Larry King on or, or, or fucking John Stamos or whatever, but I, and it's not even more so on the guest thing, but I, I, he has a, he just, he's brilliant in a way where even if he does have a guest, let's say he has, uh, Adam Levine or whatever, he, he has a way of getting things out of his guests that they would never talk about, you know, whether it's, you know, Adam Levine talking about prenuptial agreements with his, uh, I guess, wife now or whatever. Just he 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 is able to wring all the the juicy, you know, contents of whatever he whoever he's talking to and just wring it out. And and it's amazing to me. And and, and I want to be able to do that. And just like the atmosphere he creates, where. You know, he, he, his fans are able to call, call in and, and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, uh, throw themselves into the show and be a part of it. And I love that shit. And so, so nowadays I, I, that's what I want to do. I want to work in radio and, you know, now my dream is I want to have my own serious XM show, which is what Howard Stern's on. Uh, and Shit, it's it. I don't know. Uh, it's really late at night, so I'm probably just gonna be rambling in this. And like I said, you'll probably never hear this. But I, uh, I don't know. I I I find a uh, satisfaction that I don't find um, with anywhere else doing anything else, making like making people laugh. I I find I. I have pride when I, when I know that like maybe I go into this room and there's four people in there and um, it's guaranteed that I can get three to circle around me and listen to me tell a story or whatever and captivate an audience, you know, whether it's a small audience, uh, or a big audience, you know, that is what makes me feel, uh, fulfilled. And, you know, some people want to be fucking doctors or lawyers or whatever, and I've I've never excelled at school. I've never been good at school. You know, I've always math has always fucked me in the ass. Um, anything that I don't care about, you know, I don't think anyone's, you know, loves math. You know, there are some people, but 
you know, a lot of people just get it done and they're like, whatever, I'll just, you know, I'm going to get all A's this year. Hate math, hate this, this, and this, but I'm just going to do it to do it because I need to. I've never been like that. You know, I've never been good at paying attention. I always get, I, I always got thrown out of class for, uh, you know, talking and making jokes when it's not appropriate to make jokes and whatever, 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 because I'm always thirsty to be the center of attention, uh, which is, you know, it, it's seen as a bad thing. And it, I guess it probably is, but it's also not, you know, cause well, I'm probably just saying that because I'm the one that wants to be the center of attention. Right. And if I thought it was bad, I wouldn't do it. But there's something that I feel like, like making people laugh. Like if I get that one laugh, I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's go for two, even though at the end of the day, you know, you're in a class with like 30 people and two people laugh and, you know, what is that? You know, that's nothing, right? That's not even 50% of the class, which I guess would be like a good laugh ratio at a joke. Um, But that's like, I, I, you know, back to the podcast, I guess, like, like I said, there's some episodes that, you know, in a day you know got like a hundred views and that shit like that makes me i'm like fuck yeah like you know even the uh pedophile video that i released you know right now it's at in two weeks it's at 210 views and and i'm pretty happy with that right even though i haven't had word with what's going on with that dude and that kind of annoys me um but like you know, like I said, this was kind of like a passion project for me where I've wanted to do a podcast type thing for, you know, for a, like a year and a half before I, I ended up making the first episode, you know, because a lot of like I, I watch a lot of videos of content creators saying like, you know, a lot of people think they need all this equipment, but really they just need a phone and a mic and they can do whatever and a camera and a computer or whatever it is. But I, I don't feel that way. I felt like you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, you know, to the best of my ability. And, you know, no one, it's 2016. Nobody wants to listen to a, no one wants to watch a video that is uh, 480p, 420p or whatever with, you know, the black bars on the side and, and the audio is all like, you know, sounds like they're far away and like this like no one wants to listen to that right uh especially since you know in 2016 there's such a high standard of you know the media we consume is so you know high grade that whenever you see something like that it automatically you you are just turned off by it right because you, you you're used to seeing you know hd 1080p where you can see like all the pores on the people's skin you know and my thing with this was all right if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna do it with you know good equipment you know i you know the the best i can afford uh so i ended up putting you know like it's there's like 750 bucks worth of fucking just equipment whether it's like headphone amp uh you know mixer for the mics, um, the microphone itself, which was very expensive, half of that, pretty much half of that, uh, the total cost was the mic, 
um mike stand or mike uh boom arm was pretty expensive like all that shit's expensive right and and you see people that are doing podcasts with their apple headphones uh using that as a mic and it's you know i, I like quality does matter at least i feel like it right because you you don't want to listen to someone talking through a plastic bag you know you want to be hearing a crisp you know like like they're whisk talking in your ear right next to you uh which is what i hope that you know this podcast has you know good quality which i i, I know it has good quality i don't not that i hope i i know it does um but like you know i like i said at the end of the day i don't think this will like get picked up anywhere like go viral or whatever you know that would be great if it did um and we've gotten some recognition with like minor sponsors uh that one video game um that ended up like sponsoring like pewdiepie and um a, like uber hexer nova and a couple like big uh content creators which was cool to see that they had uh reached out to this piece of shit um and and a small time magazine, which was cool. Um, even though there was like a complication with that where uh I thought when they reached out I I thought that we were gonna be featured, right? That's what they made it seem that me and Charlie would have like what they do is they feature young artists, musicians and and, and uh like clothes designers. And I, I had the idea that we would be featured on that like they do with them and they have like an article and they ask them questions q a session or whatever and so like i was talking to some people and i kind of like hyped it up like yeah like telling them about it and it turned out that wasn't the case that it it was gonna be a uh just kind of a shout out for shout out like we'll shout their shit out and then they'll put our podcast on their website uh like a listen link or whatever which was fine anyways like i'll take what i can get but that kind of was upsetting a little bit um but like you know I, I feel like doing this podcast is like the first real like getting my foot in the door and learning how how to talk on a microphone because i i remember recording the first one with uh with cameron who has since passed and is really you know I, his funeral was the other day um he uh like we started it and you know 30 seconds in i had to stop and and be like i'm fucking nervous like like it's just me and you in the room but because i'm talking to this piece of equipment i have butterflies in my stomach as if i was going out on the wrestling mat back in fucking middle school or maybe i'm in a like one of those fucking middle school plays that always had me nervous for some reason uh and like now it's not like that where I can just kind of hop on and talk and ramble for an hour and you know maybe it's good maybe it's fucking whatever um but like I don't know I, you know with, with radio like how Howard Stern you know he never had he he didn't have Robin uh who who if you don't know who uh, Howard Stern is you won't really know what I'm talking about but Robin is his news uh lady and also his co-host on the Howard Stern show. But you know, he he, he started out just talking by himself, you know. And I I feel like the podcast is kind of like an entry level like like get comfortable, like find out who you are and and what you want to be and who you want to like market yourself as even though like like 
if any you know advertiser is even like stumbles upon this piece of shit there is they're gonna listen to it and be like no we don't want to sponsor this these two kids talking about taxi drivers getting jizzed on or whatever the fuck we talk about just crazy shit uh even though it works for Howard Stern, and that's because he's big name, and and he can get away with so much shit that other people can't, which is remarkable to me. Um, where it's like you see radio, you know, shock jocks like uh, Anthony Anthony Cumia, who was on the Opie and Anthony show with uh that was on Sirius XM, and he ended up getting fired because um a uh, he was taking pictures in New York, and a uh, black uh, woman. I guess thought he was taking pictures of him and ended up attacking him and like hitting him and shit. And he didn't really retaliate. He just kind of shoved her off, off of him. And, uh, and he was actually carrying, he he said, and you know, he could have shot her because she was fucking attacking him, but he didn't, of course, but he did what he did to get fired was he went on Twitter and went on a good rant and just really like laid into her and, you know, he didn't really say anything racist, but he, he he mentioned that there's a problem with, you know, black crime and and uh, just you know things along that lines. I never saw the actual tweets, but um, I kind of have a rough idea. Um, and he ended up getting canned, and that was a, you know, that was I think the second most popular radio uh like talk show on Sirius XM. So that was a big big deal that he got canned. And, you know, if that ever happened to Howard Stern, that would never happen. You know, you know, he has a $90 million fucking deal with Sirius XM and is the main reason, one of the main reasons they're so successful, you know, like pulling in, you know, some people like millions and millions and millions of people are only subs- are subscribed to a Sirius XM just for Howard Stern. Like, like me, I don't really listen to anything else but Howard Stern in the car, um, and and so, you know, I'm rambling. I don't even remember what the main topic was. Um, but that's where I want to be. You know, obviously, I don't think I'm going to be getting. You know, if I if I do happen to get no, I'm not. I, when I get my Sirius XM radio show, I'm not going to be getting paid Howard Howard Stern bucks. But the, I think that's my goal. You know, I I like I said, I want to be a part of a movie, whether it's on screen, off screen directing or just having a say in whatever writing it even though i don't think i'm a great writer but who knows in the future maybe i am um or a television show i i just i especially i mean my my grades in school aren't good enough for me to even get like a a a fucking i'm not gonna be a lawyer like that's kind of the question like doctor like fuck that right like not even even if I wanted to be a doctor, it's so like out of reach. Uh, a lot of things are, and that's how I set my life up to be. And uh, you know, I kind of look back and I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have like applied myself. But at the end of the day, like what's happened happened, and I can't you know go back and change that. Um, and it, who knows? But you know, I, maybe it'd be a mistake if I did, and I I ended up in the future being something I don't want to be, you know, and I'm at a 95 and I'm want to kill myself. Um, but I set my, my, my life up in a way where like pretty much my only viable option is being an entertainer. Uh, and even if that wasn't my only viable option, 
that was that would be what I strive for. You know, I I if like you know the best option for me to go was being a doctor, it w- like I wouldn't. You know, even if I was guaranteed a two million dollar a year paycheck or you know whatever it is, I just wouldn't do it. Um, because you know you you see like the people who you know they have these high paying jobs and it's like man they're they're rich as fuck they must be happy but they uh, a lot of them end up saying like no nah, i fucking hate my life i hate my job i, I you know i come home from this shitty job to to a shitty marriage and i didn't sign a prenup so I'm, i can't get divorced cuz i'll be fucked and blah, blah 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 whatever 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 and i don't want that to be me uh you know i i i always you know when i'm talking to my friends about you know biggest fears or whatever my biggest fear is dying and not being known. I, that shit scares me. I want to impact the world in some way. Um, whether even, you know, if it's a small little nudge, like going back to Howard Stern, I guess he's the main topic of today. He, uh, you know, when he dies, that won't be like a blip in the world. You know, he's done something crazy with radio entertainment, you know, going from, Detroit to K-Rock to NBC to Sirius and and all the shit he he fucking did to get there and and just like how his dad pretty much like didn't really believe in him called him a moron uh but now he's the number one radio disc jockey in all of history you know like just you know America's Got Talent host or he was making crazy money there like he's got I think it's a he when he re-signed to Sirius this last time it's a for four years four hundred million dollars, uh, which is just fucking crazy, um. And and when he dies, it won't be a blip. You know, it's gonna be a fucking you know he he impacted this world and has changed media for the for the future. You know, um. And who knows? Maybe I'll be like that. Maybe I'll change something on a large scale. Uh, and, and, you know, I think about the pedophile video that I did that I, I feel really good about, you know, I I feel like, you know, I, I didn't change the world, but I nudged it as much as someone like me could, you know, I just flicked it a little bit and, and that makes me feel good about myself. Um, but I don't want to flick the world and, and move it by a centimeter i'm trying to move it by fucking inches i'm trying to move it by feet you know uh you know i i don't i when i die i want people to be like i want it to be known what i did and and you know obviously i want it to be a good thing uh you know i I, but and that shit scares me the thought of like dying and just like being a corpse because i'm not religious if you've listened to any other other ones you, you would know that me and charlie are religious um, but that's what scares me. Just knowing that I'm dead and, you know, maybe 20 people know about it and boom, I'm just a corpse and that's it. And my legacy is I was Jake, the fucking dude who failed at school, didn't have any job prospects and failed at life and died, uh, at whatever age. and he was a nice dude kind of and that's it like that god that can't be my legacy i i guess i could but i i would 
you know, I, I'd rather it not. I, I'd rather it be Jake, the fucking crazy successful entertainer, which is super broad, but who who cares? Whatever. I just want to make people laugh or smile or, or invoke thought in some way. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't know that that terrifies me but some people are okay with that i don't and i don't get that like i've never understood how how some people are like some people just want to live a simple life they just want to like wake up in the morning go to their their job at the supermarket and come home and cook their dinner and go to bed watch their tv and sleep and i've never been like that i i i just don't get it i don't you know, it it's like, I just feel like, every, shouldn't everyone, like, I guess it's, I don't know, just for me, it's like, man, I want so much, like, all my goals in life are so astronomically hard to, to especially being an entertainer, it's like a small club, you know, it's like 2% or whatever, the people that, that want to do it, do it, and get a chance to do it successfully. And I'm just banking off the fact that I, hopefully I just scam my way into being a two percenter, you know, but who knows, maybe that doesn't happen and I'm bagging groceries or some shit, God forbid, because then I'll just fucking put my car in neutral and put my head under the tire because man, I don't want to be 60 years old and working at tractor supply, uh, Cause you know, there's fucking people like that and I'm sure they're content with their, I'm sure some of them hate their lives, but you know, you, you see like, you know, I used to work at McDonald's. Like there was like a fucking 65 year old woman, old as shit who worked at McDonald's, uh, was a coworker with me. Uh, and it's like, man, you know, I didn't talk to her. Her name was Debbie. I didn't talk to Debbie much, but there's no way she was content with her life. They're just, there isn't right i mean maybe there is i don't know i don't know debbie uh don't know her that well at least but there just can't be i don't know i uh i don't want that to be me i i i would never be content if i was debbie's age working at mcdonald's not in you know the the fucking sadder thing was she was uh she was like 65, working at McDonald's for like five years. And, uh, you know, not special needs or anything. Like she was just an old woman. Um, and she hadn't even gotten a promotion. Like she wasn't even, I guess she wasn't that great. And they, so she was, I think I was a higher rank than her two months in. And she had been working there for five months or five years, excuse me. Um, so poor Debbie, I, I don't even know if she still works or she might've passed away. Um, but yeah, that I guess what I'm getting to is like, or what I was talking about. I'm, I keep rambling. Like it's one in the morning right now, uh, and so, you know, like like I was going at like you see these old ass people, just work living these simple lives. Even these these middle aged people just living the simple life, and and they're content with that. Like my parents are. I mean, it's a pretty simple life, right? Like mom does her job dad does his shit and there's not much to it and i hate that like i 
you know, I don't hate that they're doing that because whatever, maybe they're happy and I don't really know. But I would hate that for myself at least. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know I keep going to the, the, the same, uh, thing over and over again, but like I've said before, this is probably just going to end up sitting in my computer. And if it doesn't, then who knows, maybe this is a good conversation with myself. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm talking to myself in the future. Hi, Jake. I'm waiting for myself to respond. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll I'll keep this and and listen to this in ten years and be like, oh shit, I really fucked up. Should have tried harder in second grade when we were learning, or like fifth grade when you started learning division, and you didn't really get it. So like for the rest of your life, you're kind of behind on math because that division shit really fucked you up. Uh, that was me. You know, division really fucked me up, which, you know, I, I, I blame like elementary school for really fucking up my life with math, um, where like if you don't because, you know, math is all based off the shit you learn in elementary school, whether, you know, addition, subtraction, uh, and multiplication and uh, division, right? All of it revolves around those four, you know, what do you, I guess, key key uh subjects not subjects but you you know what i'm getting at you know you, you can't do you know uh pemdas or whatever without addition and subtraction or whatever uh and i i you know i, I never learned my times tables off the top of my head especially thank god for new age calculators and shit that we always have you know especially like you you have a supercomputer in your pocket at all times, so thank God. Like, I would not have excelled in the early 1900s and farther past then, you know. Um, I would have been a coal miner. But, like, you know, like, I, I think what really fucked me up was um, division. I didn't, I didn't get it, to be honest. I still, I'm not, I'm still not that great with it. No, no, I'll be super honest. I still don't get the fucking thing. Um, I kind of do, but, but like 90% of me is still like scratching my head. Like what the fuck? Um, and that really fucked me up. Like for, from like fifth grade or fourth grade on, I was like, math was really fucking me in the ass. Not that it wasn't fucking me ass before, but like I was getting from like fourth grade on, I started getting double penetrated. Um, and, and you know, you get into sixth grade and it starts like long division. And that's when you start learning like equations or maybe, maybe you don't learn equations in sixth grade. I don't remember. It was a while ago, but I mean, that's, that's when it's, you start kind of getting variables, I think, and, and random shit like that. I don't know why I'm talking about math, but, and that's when I was like, fuck, this is going to be a hard time for me because I'm not good at this and I'm not going to go at get get help because i don't care about it either i'd rather just fuck around with my friend camden and uh in the middle of class act like we're riding horses and shooting bows at each other or whatever like oh my god like i think back at that and just think like everyone must have thought we were fucking retarded like 
we, we would, me and my buddy Camden, who's been on the podcast, we, we would, uh, we would be in English class and we would every day was something else. Like maybe we were paper boys. So we would act like we were in the middle of the class, like just real stupid shit. Act like we were riding bikes and we would be fucking throwing, acting like we're throwing papers at each other. Maybe we're, we're racing cars and like, I guess we're sixth grade. So it's like, it's pretty young. Like how old are you in sixth grade? Um, probably like 12. Is that right? Let me look this up. How old are you in sixth grade? You are eleven, I guess. Around then, so I guess I was I was young enough to where like it's okay, but it's still not okay. You know, it's like just fucking stupid, and and I can only think like back to how we must have been like looked at because like we weren't cool. Uh, I'm not fucking cool now. I'm cooler, I think, but I mean, I I guess I'm more inclined to think that of myself. Uh, didn't have much friends uh, in in elementary school. I uh, second grade was first was my first time there, and didn't really have many friends there. Then uh, I I think my first taste of friendship was like in fifth grade, uh, and that's because I was funny for like how funny a fifth grader can be i guess i was i've always been like more wittier and like quick i guess on my feet than a lot of the kids i hang around charlie's pretty quick on his feet uh and and he's a funny guy but like other than that like and camden's funny too um but like i i've always like kind of been that dude that's like looked upon to give you you know a case of the giggles or whatever you know but like I guess Camden was like my first real friend where I was like, oh, like this guy actually likes me and I actually like him uh, instead of like getting like I, you know, my friends in fifth grade were, weren't really even friends. They kind of just picked on me and I was I kind of took their shit because I was I'm a bitch. And even now I'm a little bitch, even though I I beat one of them up in fifth grade I and like it's fifth grade so it's a fifth grade fight um but you know we had this thing called the tackle grounds which was on the playground there was this hard wood chip mulch which was not a good idea because you know people would run around and stab each other with it and then there was like the play set and then behind that was the the uh swing set and behind that was like a little open field type thing but it's not huge right it's it's probably like 20 feet like long until like it's wooded and we would never go into the woods um but it's it's so out it's out of the sight of where the teachers would hang up like on top of this hill um sitting on the chair like not giving a fuck um so we called it the tackle grounds which meant pretty much like the let's all fucking try to beat the shit out of jake grounds because everyone else played sports or whatever played football and and I guess we're like bigger than me and and stronger than me. Uh, and like, I, I only started wearing like, and my whole elementary school career, I was like shorts and flip flops. Didn't like shoes, like had weird feet They they didn't feel good on me. I, I, so open toed shoes, flip flops. Uh, and I, I maybe started wearing like 
closed-toed shoes in, like, seventh grade. So, like, my whole... Yeah, really, really bad. Like, I'm cringing right now thinking about it. But I remember being in those tackle grounds, and, like, there's one kid I'm hanging out with who's, like, fifth grade, and is like, 5'11", who no one's going to fucking try to fuck around with him in the tackle ground because he'll kick all our asses. So I'm, like, you know the the shortest one around who is like walking around making stupid ass jokes just trying to get everyone to be like oh he's cool uh but really they're just like oh he's trying to be cool let's fuck with him so i was often the one being uh tackled in the tackle grounds um but then sixth grade rolls around and i meet camden and i'm like oh shit like he he doesn't want to kick my ass or make fun of me but I was very, I, I, I took advantage of Camden a lot. I don't do that anymore. Um, especially cause I, I think mainly it's just like, I, I have a moral compass, which few people believe, but there, there is one there. Um, and so, so I, I think being like treated the way I was in elementary school made me feel like, Oh, Camden is he was a little smaller than me and weaker than me and just kind of like uh Cameron himself was like pretty he's still I mean we're all nerds we kind of uh accept it but like at that time I was like trying so hard to fucking fit in that and Cameron wasn't Cameron he's never cared uh if like everyone knows who the fuck he is like he just doesn't care um which is like a good thing I'm not shitting on him for it but I who cared a lot um with my fucking sin. I maybe started wearing shoes in, in fucking sixth grade. I don't know. But like I would pick on Camden and really fuck with him. Which like now I'm like I think about it, I'm like, God damn, like I was a I was a real cunt to Camden. Uh and man, I, I got I hate just like I don't even want to say some of this shit. Just like just thinking about it just makes me sad that I, I treated him like that. Cause Camden's always been like a for the most part, like a kind hearted, like sweet little boy and i really fucked with him and i met i i guess i met charlie he he says that i was in student count believe get this i really swindled my way into student council in sixth grade uh i don't know why i wanted to be in it because it's at student council i'm sure it's like this with every school it's just a bunch of people who like are really uptight and which and follow the rules and and want to be looked at like a, a good kid who with great grades and all that shit, which I w- wasn't, I never have been, you know, I've never been that, that person who, if you're talking in the middle of class going, shh, or like, you know, telling a teacher on you cause you're texting or whatever the fuck, like not me, but that's what student council is, especially in, in, in uh, middle school, maybe not high school. I don't know. I wasn't, I did student council for one year and for some reason they didn't let me back in. Maybe it's because I didn't do anything and I kind of used that time to uh, fuck around. Um, but yeah, so student council, I, I, I'm I trying to think how I got in there. Um, I really shouldn't have been in there. They shouldn't have let me in there. They should have looked at my grades and looked at my behavior. Like I had like a month into school and I've been to the principal's office three times. Uh, maybe we shouldn't let this fuck up in student council, but... I, you know, somehow I got in and I guess Charlie was in there and, and Charlie's a good kid. So, 
that makes sense for him. And I guess I met him there, but I became friends with Charlie in eighth grade where uh, I was being a fuck up. And God, there's so many like there's so many fucking retarded shit like that I, I I've done with Charlie, whether it's like whether it's we're on vacation and I lock him out, out on a balcony and I throw a plate of shit at him. I've done that to him, which is really, I mean, it's really fucked up, but I, I wish I had it on recording because, I mean, we laugh about it now. Or I laugh. About, I think he laughs about it. Like, I, I, I get why he was mad. He really wanted to kick my ass then, but I was the one that had him locked out, so he wasn't getting in. Um, what, But rightfully so, he was mad. Um and and it wasn't like a huge plate of shit. It was like a dollop, and it didn't touch him, by the way. But really fucked up of me to do that. Um, man, I really don't. You know, fuck it. Who cares? This might not even get released. Um, I was at Charlie's house one time. This was this is a really long time ago, and uh, it it you know Charlie and uh, a friend of ours at the time came in Charlie's room where I was and had a gun and was like pointing at me and like, Oh, we're, uh, give us your wallet and shit and fucking around with me. And I was like, Oh fuck, 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 fuck. It's like a gun. Turned out it was like a BB gun. Wasn't loaded. They were just fucking with me, but you know, BB guns can look real. Um, especially in the heat of the moment when it's pointed at you, uh, you don't really have time to be like, mm, analyze it, you know, and they don't have the orange tip like an airsoft gun. So a couple weeks go by and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to fuck with, with, uh, the friend at the time. Uh, so I'm going to get this gun, this BB gun out of our, our, my friends out of Charlie's brother's closet. And I'm going to, I'm going to really get my friend. So I go in there and I shouldn't have been in there, right? It's not my room. It's not Charlie's room. I, I had no reason to be in there. And then I go into his closet. That's strike two. Shouldn't have been in his closet. And I'm looking around, and there's, like, airsoft guns, and there's other types of metal weaponry, and I'm like, eh, this one. So I pick it up, and I just, I I rack it, like, I, I, I get, you know, the slide on the bottom of a shotgun. I pull that down and up, whatever, and I'm like, I, I don't even think about it. I don't even think, like, oh, this is, like, a this feels like a real gun, and it racked like a real gun. And so I walk into a the room where my friend's sitting and he's uh sitting down and I walk in and I point I pointed at him and I'm like, oh I'm about to get you, motherfucker, or whatever or something along the lines. And what I was gonna do and he was only like five, ten feet away maybe, tops. Um what I was gonna do was I I'm sure if you have ever had an airsoft gun or like a BB gun, you shoot it by their feet or whatever to scare them. You're not actually shooting them, or maybe they're sitting down and you shoot like above them, but you know, just to freak them out. I was gonna do one of those. And thank god I didn't, because you know, Charlie comes up and he grabs me by the shoulder, he's like, Did you fucking rack that? And I was like, Yeah, just a BB gun, it's whatever. And it turns out it was a real fucking gun. And so he really saved my ass, because if I would have pulled that trigger I mean, who the fuck, I mean, I was going to say who, who the fuck knows what would have happened, but in all reality, uh, I would have had a dead friend and this podcast wouldn't be a reality because I'd be in uh, jail. So 
yeah, we, me, me and Charlie, have, we we have had some fucking times. Even though I guess that wasn't really. I mean, he was a part of that. He he was a savior. He was an angel that swooped in, and and he was he was across the fucking house, and he heard, he heard that his brother at the time was in the shower, and heard that and came out and was like, "What the fuck." So, uh, you know, I really, you know, owe him a, a good one. I should go, I should text him saying thank you for not letting me kill our friend. Especially because, you know, that's a life ruiner for two people, me and him. Um, man, what else? It is currently one twenty-seven. And we're 44 minutes. Uh, I've been babbling for 44 fucking minutes. Um, yeah, I guess I'll end it here. Uh, thanks for listening. Who, who knows? Maybe maybe I start my own show called The Jacob Thomas Show, where I just, I'm just i on there alone and I'm just kind of babbling. Or maybe you hear this um, and who, who the fuck knows? Maybe, maybe you hear this because... You know, maybe I'm out of town or Charlie's out of town or whatever, and I upload this as a as a backup thing. I don't know. Um, but what I do know is that you can follow me on Twitter at hootie underscore JT. You can follow the Not So Podcast Twitter at Not So Podcast. Uh, you can email Not So Podcast at Not So Podcast at Hotmail dot com. Um, if you're an advertiser. And you want to advertise? That's a that's a good way to get into contact. Um, also, we are on Google Play, so uh, if you want to go to Google Play and look up, uh, if you have an Android phone or what have you, um, go to Google Play and look up Not So Podcast. You'll find it. If you are using this on SoundCloud, which a lot of people use SoundCloud, uh, that uses your data if you're like in the car or outside or whatever but what you can do is a lot of you people have iphones so if you have an apple product an ios device you can go to uh the podcast app on your ios device which is somewhere on there just find it and if you look up not so podcast you can download these episodes so you don't have to waste your bandwidth and data uh you're welcome and also while you're over there especially on, on itunes um and on google play if you'd like uh, to go rate and review, you know, give it a five star because, you know, we're not that shitty. Um, and that really helps us out. That helps us out more than you actually would guess. And I mean, you know, it's only 46 minutes in, so why not share it too? If you have the chance, you know, uh, I really like it. I really like this podcast. So if, if, if you, uh, enjoyed like two seconds of it, then then share this thing anyway i'm jake and uh thanks for listening